0: Welcome to the Her Sweet Spot Experience, dishing out tips and tricks on mindset, money, marketing, and media for your life and business, and where we talk to women about how they found their sweet spot. Today, we are live in the broadcast. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. We don't have, we don't have hold on, hold on. We gotta, we gotta bring it in. Hey hey <laughs> look at my face so there's a little uh let pieces of me because we're gonna be talking about us single moms and we're gonna be giving y'all a piece of ourselves right can i get a hello hello, hello. let's get some folks into the room i'm gonna share this out share the broadcast go on facebook and share this out with everyone you know. Come on into the room. I don't owe the rights to this song. Hey. But. But damn. Come on in.
1: Happy Friday! Happy
0: Friday, y'all! Come on in, come on home, come on. Let's have this lady night tonight. Let's talk about it.
1: This
0: is what sisters do.
1: All
0: right, let's get some folks into the broadcast. hello 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 thank you for joining us share the broadcast we're talking about all about single motherhood hey Trista happy friday happy friday hey. we're going to be talking all things single motherhood on this uh mother's day weekend right we're going to be sharing the pieces of ourselves yeah here go to pot here go the pot go. hey All right, guys. All right. Yay. Happy Friday. That is Happy one of my Friday. favorite songs from Lettucey. From me. We're going to be sharing with you today. I am Marsha Garriere, founder and CEO of Her Sweet Spot, powered by Women on the Rise and Why. And today I have a special guest with me, Nijah Howard, who is a mental health counselor. She deals with many a plethora of things and today we're going to really talk about single motherhood and she and I share something in common which is single motherhood to boys right yes yes, yes. And boys rock. they are so awesome <laughs> boys rock they are awesome I am so I wish for a boy And I'm so thrilled and happy to have a boy.
1: Hey, yes.
0: So before we go even further, please share with everyone Who you are and why you are uniquely
1: qualified to be my special guest today. Hey, well, first of all, thank you for having me on your beautiful, beautiful platform, (laughs) Marcia. (laughs) Nothing but sister love here. Um, But to tell you a little bit about myself, my name is Nigel Howard. I'm an uh, empowerment coach, speaker, motivator, and a new author of the book Raising John's Boy. And my mission, I am on a mission right now to help single mothers strengthen them. Find, helping them find a voice find that power find that strength so they yeah. can raise their sons with real morals values and some real techniques so they can grow up to be men that we all wish that we had <laughs> <laughs> you know, i've seen some memes they
0: say stop stop raising a boy you wish uh you didn't have or some a lot of mess going on out here you know we're we're facing some challenging times and people are um sharing jokes and comedy through this time which is important for us to do it is it is right it is but before we even get into anything let's oh. get into right here we know we gotta do this right to start. thank you very much guys grab your cocktails join the broadcast share this out with your friends this is our friday inside her sweet spot Cocktails and conversations, and we're going to really be talking about parenthood. It's not just these things don't relate just to single mothers, but we will dive deep into some of the challenges that we're facing as single mothers, especially during this time, um, during COVID and uh, uh, just so many other things happening in the media with um, our young boys, right? So, Nigel,
1: what's up, sis?
0: How are you doing? Because, girl, I need a drink. Ooh, oh, let me just say, let me just preference for those who are watching and have been with me for the last couple of Fridays, you'll know that I start and end the broadcast with DJ uh Joshua, five-year-old DJ Joshua on the ones and twos, opening us in and um sending us out. But he is not here today because I sent him away because of the sensitive subject, and I don't know what I'm gonna say. Like having him go, whoo child, I need a drink. We're gonna be talking about it We know what that's like, right? Absolutely. So please, how are you doing in this in this
1: time of COVID? Oh Marsha, 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 what can I say? Let me tell you, first of all, um as a as a mom right now, we have to be very sensitive to the fact that single moms are having a difficult time. You know, this is not an easy time. For single month especially if they're, they're, not getting,
0: okay. they're not all okay.
1: Not all okay. They're yeah. not all okay. Um, you Found know, right place for this light. So, excuse it's, me. It's not. And we're going to let's talk about that a little bit, right? Because I want to dive right in, I want to jump into the deep end we have mothers right now. I have, I mean, a a lot of my clients right now are talking about how difficult it is for them, right? We have uh, mothers who, again, because their kids are out of school, they have to go back to school pretty much themselves. So every day they have to check in and let's not talk about the income aspect of it, right? Because Typically, they have only one Internet service. So both of them are like under the Internet trying to, you know, go to class and do their job at the same exact time under the service. You know, so, you know, income is a major factor if it's just one income right now. So we have a lot of mothers who are struggling just trying to maintain their job you know, right. and then we have a lot who are not going back to work because of the fear of COVID and not wanting to, you know, infect their children. So they're home and they're collecting unemployment, which is not enough, Right. You know. So it's tough, you know. I mean, I have a, another client who actually sent her son to go stay with his father because she just could not afford uh, to care for him. These are the you tough decisions that you, um,
0: moms have to, have to make right now because of the tough times we're having. And I mean, I think I heard the report today. There's um, April's unemployment came at what, 20.4 million people um, unemployed and filed in April. And I think we're estimated in the 30,000, 30 millions as 30 of right millions. now. It yes. is a hard time dealing with life in COVID. And let, let's talk about the mental effects this is doing on people in general being, take, taking such a huge burden, I mean, not that educating our children and be homeschooling our kids is a burden, but it's, But it
1: can be, but it can be, it can be, it can be yeah it's hard. i mean let's 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 be real with it. Let's be really down to earth about it, right? I mean, you're accustomed to waking up early in the morning and dropping your kids off at the bus stop and so they they get on the bus and they and they're gone, and you you right. head your way, they go theirs, you know, right. or you know, you drop them off at the school and then you keep on moving, you know, and we're talking about seven o'clock seven thirty seven forty five in the morning. So by eight o'clock, you're looking to be on the road heading to work. and instead now, you know, you're looking at your children all day. And that's not to say, again, I, I want to preface it because so many people have this misconception that because you are having, you know, these difficult challenges emotionally or mentally or spiritually, that you don't love your kid or, you know you, you know, you don't want your kid around. It has nothing to do with that. You love your children, but at the end of the day, it's very stressful and it can cause a lot of anxiety. It can cause depression. These are real situations and real mental health issues that can cause, Cause just because this is a new our new norm, right. you know, this is our new norm, and and a lot of us are not accustomed to that twenty four seven round the clock, you know. But I will say, I'm sure a lot of moms and uh, who are home now with their children have a higher respect for the teachers who Let care say, for their children. <laughs>
0: GoFundMe, can we create a GoFundMe for the teachers? Can we create a something? The, what, can I get one of
1: them change.orgs for a raise? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So this is real, you know what I mean? This is real, and you know we have, you know, I mean, I, I have a, a another client who just who just gave birth. In wow. this, you know, she just gave birth, and and even that can be very, you know, just stressful in and of itself. Not to mention the postpartum that may come along with that, and the, just the anxiety of of not wanting to, you know infect your newborn you know well thank god the world health association you know they made it very clear that you can still you know breastfeed because that's the healthiest way to go and it's also a healthy way for you you know as a newborn but as a new mom but it's still very difficult it's scary well
0: did you see the reports that came out today there's an article that has been circulating the social medias about um coronavirus being witnessed
1: in semen now and semen yes oh yeah yay i did not see that oh yeah. my gosh that yeah. is well you know listen i this is what i say behind that please don't this is not the time to be doing this is not the time because Especially God, with the wrong person. Whatever. oh man this is just That's not the time the This is not the time. This is not the time. We don't want to do that right now. You know what I mean? Because, you know,
0: quarantine with a person,
1: you should not
0: be seeking that type of. Interactions. I mean, we're all
1: we could all be missing it today, but but let's but let's talk about that too, Marsha, right? Because here we are, right? You're single. You know, you're human. You you want that intimacy and that connection with you know a significant other during this time. You know, especially if you know you're looking at your kid. You need to you know relate, re- relate, relax, release. That's how you said that from years <laughs> ago. That movie, <laughs> right but you know and and so it's difficult for a lot of moms right now who are single that might be thinking oh my god what am I going to do you know so you know listen there's a lot of you know different alternative ways to not having to go there because you really don't want to you know uh, produce this 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 coronavirus any more than you know than it has to be you know we really do have to stay social distancing you know so we have to isolate ourselves and really be as, as far from Individuals as possible, you know what I mean? So, this might be a good time to inter- entertain yourself with some toys, you know yes. what I mean? Or, I think know. the app is called Bumble Bumble.com.
0: That uh, Tiffany Haddish and Common went on there, went on a date using Bumble.com. And I'm sure if it's true or not that they are dating for real, but they show them dating uh, through the app and. Obviously, it was promotion for the app Bumble. Uh, dot com. We, we're not getting paid for that, so I just mentioned it because we were talking about that. There are different ways for you to connect with your distant social distancing loved ones right now, and that's important
1: to keep that separation. Totally, you know, totally. I mean, this is this is just that time. But since you brought up Tiffany Haddish and, and Common, you know, I don't know if that's all. I, Listen, Tiffany needs to move out the way, because Common is mine. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you've, been, you've been saving yourself for the moment where he's going to be yours, right? <laughs> Let me move out the way, homies, OK? <laughs> well, how, many, how many degrees of separation are you from Common? Because that's what it takes sometimes, right? It's true.
1: It's true. You know what I mean? I'm only a couple. I'm only a couple. You know what I mean? We had met at parties. We had met at parties. So I'm only a couple of feet away. They
0: met and hooked up. Uh, you know, because of the news and that um, Bumble uh, ad that they put together, they, you know, the, the blog started talking about when they actually was probably hooking up or men and all that jazz, but way back when. So, I like the tea that we're talking right now, but I want to just tell you what, what are you doing with your son in this time? Your son is older. My son is five. So you,
1: you, you have a, you have some space between you. I do. I do. You know, listen, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I started young. So um, so my youngin is no longer young like that. He's like a young man. He's doing his own thing. You know, the best thing to do is, you know, and I, and we're gonna talk about the different age gaps, right? So you know, if there's if they're you know like my son's age, who's a young man now, you know, again, finding something to keep you busy, you know, um, finding some kind of extracurricular activity online, become more social, meet some new people, you know, around the country, join a a, a mentoring what are program. These you trust him online? What, what, you know what a safe place? You know, listen. I, I do trust my son. I think it comes again. I think it comes with how you're raising your children, right? And this is one of the reasons why. Um, this is one of the reasons why I'm so adamant about you know helping moms to raise their sons, right? Because we have to raise them to not coddle them, but to teach them how to become men. And so um, I don't have to micromanage what he's doing. I trust him. I raised him to 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 make good choices and good decisions so i don't have to back him up too much but there is um there is a a website that that is for young people. I actually just gave it to my mentee the other day. I'll give it to you before the show is out and make sure you post that so that okay. we can be aware because i'll I'll get the name, but it's an outstanding you know app for young people in this time to reconnect, you know still keep up their social life, if you will. you know with meet their some friends, people. Is it something they'll connect with their their existing friends with. Connect with their existing friends and also make new friends, you know, which is outstanding, you know, and they have like these online. Activities where they can actually go back and forth and get to know one another. You know what I mean. And so um, yeah. it really keeps them busy. I know right now he's in a program that's doing like culinary. He's able to get his food handling license and no kidding. Know, at the end of, absolutely, and he's getting paid for it. You know what I mean? No so, kidding.
0: Yes. Drop that, drop that in the comments, guys. Uh, absolutely, I, folks are out here watching. Make some comments. I don't know if I'm just missing comments. If this is hung and stuck, but Let me know where you are watching from. I'm Marcia Guerrier, founder of Her Sweet Spot. And our guest, Nijia, is here talking about, she's a mental health counselor. And we're here really talking about single moms for this Mother's Day weekend. Cheers to us. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. cheers, 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 cheers. So let's talk about your book, Raising John's Boy. Raising
1: John's Boy. Oh my gosh. First of all, where
0: does the title come from? Tell me what's it all what's
1: it all about. Oh my gosh. I'm in love with this book and I'm in love yeah. with the mission behind it. I call it what it is. Um I'm going to tell you. Um first of all, when you touch it, if you put your hand across Raising, you will feel the levitation, okay? Stop. Because this book is all about raising our sons, right? So when you raise your hand across it, you're going to feel the levitation. So raising John's boy, um, it came from like you know how Marsha, you know, they have Dare John letters. Yes. And, you know, um, you know, just just it's just a pseudonym, you know. Oh. So, so whatever, whatever not right. So whatever your son's father's name is, you know, it's raising Michael's boy, it's raising, you know, Dante's boy. You know what I mean? So it's, John's boy is just a pseudonym to kind of like fill in that space to say, hey. This is for raising his son right right so basically raising john's boy was created because after you know listen i've been a single mom for a good amount of time well over uh 15 years and so um i've been through so many different challenges marcia this is real like single parenting is not a joke and when you're raising sons even more so right And so after, um, you know, I spent well over a decade back and forth in court, girl, it was real, (laughs) you know, and, um, you know, going back and forth to court. And so uh, after, you know, my tumultuous years of being a single parent, um, going to court, uh, you know, trying to figure out how to pay my rent or, you know, choosing between rent and food and, you know, and so many different other issues that we deal with. And I realized when it was all over, by the time my son turned about 15, 16 years of age, I realized that I wanted to put everything that I had gone through and what I had learned and what I had experienced and what I wanted to teach other moms how to navigate the challenges that we go through, right? Because what we don't understand is that statistically speaking, households, especially African-American households, are over 60% head, uh, head, um, head of household is run by women, right? And so if women are running the household, then we have to be able to teach our sons, right? But we have to teach our sons how to be productive men, right? right? And so how do we do that? How do we navigate that? Especially when we hear statements like, you know, only a man can raise a man or women cannot raise men. Have you heard of that
0: statement? Tell me about that. Because of course, I, I am a fully single mom. Um, raising a, a, a young boy and I've heard it. Yes. I've heard and, it. And how does it make you feel? You know what? it. It's, it I laugh because the person who my son is today, his uh, biological father, they wouldn't relate to each other. So I, I relate to him and his personality more so. So it, it's like to me, it's completely wrong. It's about the 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 people raising people. And I could give him, and he surrounded my many men in my life anyway. Right. I know right. it doesn't pertain to me
1: and in, in my situation. Well, I'm going to tell you, a lot of times what happens, and I know what happened for me for a short period of time, is that when I heard statements like that, it infuriated me to the point where it really made me feel like, wait a minute, does that mean that my son is not going to become a man because we're not, there's no man in, in my household to introduce manness to him. Right. Does that mean that he's going to be less a man or, right. you know, not enough of a man? You know, what does that mean that only a man can raise him, right? And so I agree. There are some moms who have a difficult time raising sons because it does take a certain technique. It takes certain strategies. You cannot be, you know, that that easygoing you know, soft mom with a girl, you really do have to raise them differently. Right. And so um I learned in my experience, you know, um through trial and error, through going through the motions that wait a minute, we have real techniques here that we could that I could pass on because I was able to get over those those mountains. And so um I wanna be able to help other moms get there. Right. You know, how do you raise your son to become a man so that we're not worried about, you know, um you know, is he going to be, you know, um, you know, grow up to be these statistics that, you know, they say, oh, he's going to be dead or on drugs or a young father because he's raised by a single woman. You know,
0: not, that that that's not totally true, because isn't the statistic also um, say that uh, kids, children raised by single pa- parents or single moms are like smarter. Their IQs are higher. Right? The, they, aren't, aren't there other statistics that
1: talk about the benefits? Uh, if the, absolutely, if, if absolutely. If there's such a thing. There's a lot of benefits to to being raised by a single woman, right? But I want to knock benefits? down. Huh? What are some benefits that you Oh know, my gosh, some of the benefits are one, I mean, this is just in my personal experience, my son is super intelligent by the time he was two years old he was like reading already because he was doing a lot of things, I mean, he had to because it was just him and me, right, so it was like, you know, you have to learn how to do this, you have to learn how to do that so he was very independent early on so very self-sufficient and independent early on, you know their IQ is high, right because they're not dependent on, they have to think for themselves, Right. you know, because mommy's gotta come over here and make dinner along pay the bills at the same time. So you're gonna have to figure out how to spell that word, you right. know, and and figure it out, you know. So absolutely. And we're talking about also the fact that they're so loving and they're so kind, right? They're so much more cuddly because they're not so, you know, um you know, um, tough and, and, and stay away. They're cuddly. They're, they're, they're more empathic and compassionate to their mothers. You know what I mean? They're so kind, you know, they're soft. They understand what it is to be, you know, and when I say soft, I don't want anyone to misinterpret that because they they start, people start misinterpreting, oh, soft. That means that he's, you know, is he gay? Is he, you know, that that's what I'm talking about. No, 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 not soft. Like, you know, like that kind of soft, soft, like, you know what, I understand where you're coming from. Empathetic. Yeah. Empathetic. You know what I mean? I remember, you know, uh, when when my son was about five years old and we were going through the whole court process and he was knocked out of sleep. And one day he just woke up and he said, He said, Mommy, I'm not gonna ever leave you. I know. You know, and I just yes. oh my heart just opened up, you yeah. know. So I mean there's just so connected, you know, and we have to we have to understand those things, right? And sometimes when there's two parents, they end up they end up playing each parent, right? Mommy said this and she said I could have it. And then daddy played they play the parents against one another, right? Mm-hmm. So because single kids don't have to do that, they we build a better relationship, better trusting, better bond, you know, because we have just each other to trust and and and, and lean on. That's
0: true. I find that in my son as well. Kenya. Hi, Kenya. Kenya's watching. She said, hi, Marsha. This is such a great topic. Thank you for joining. She is not another um, uh, 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 team self. uh, She helps boys and girls. She started helping girls and then it transferred into supporting young men as well. So uh, I find that in, in with Joshua too. We had a discussion the other day and he just came out of nowhere. I know the things that come out of their head and their mouth. He says, So, mom, what, what is it um, like to be 100? And I said, Well, you're a little older and people need to support you. And he says, I'm going to take care of you, mom. I said, Really? What are you going to do when you take care of me when I'm 100? He said, Well, I'll give you your medicine and I'll give you your food. <laughs> I said, Okay. <laughs> and then he walks away. He walks away he time passes he asked me for something probably food or a snack for the 100th time in the day and I told him no and I heard somebody going maybe I'm not gonna take care of you that's when I'm like okay is is quarantine over because this kid got to go back to school right right somewhere else and it's that they, they get frustrated with us as well. It's not just us suffering or you know getting um, losing patience or, or going through our feelings, right They have feelings. How do you address parents who don't know or don't
1: allow their kids to express themselves and have and show feelings? Oh, my goodness. It is a difficult time right now, but this is the best time to really allow your children to have their space, right, to be able to express themselves, right? What that means, if they got a color, give them markers, give them crayons, give them paper, let them be able to express how they're feeling right now, because this is unusual and new for them, too, right? This this also can cause, you know, depression or anxiety, even in our children. So we have to look at, you know, are their eating habits changing? You know, is their mood changing? You know, are they, you know, wanting to be alone a lot often, more often than they used to, right? So this is a really good time to just build and establish a relationship with your child. Establish that quality time. That means even in the morning time, let it be a day of joy, You know, the moment you wake up, wake up with joy, a a song in your voice, sing something new, you know, bring light to the situation. Because you know what, at the end of the day, this too shall pass. Nothing lasts forever. So right now, before we get back on the treadmill of life and we're rushing and and hustling and busting again the way we're so accustomed to, take this moment right now. This is the moment to really, really establish that quality time with your children. Get to know them. What's their favorite color? What's their favorite food? What's their favorite number and why? What's their favorite time, you know, favorite month and why? You know, really get to know your children. Get to know your children, and let your children get to know you. So the moment you ask them, you know, what's your favorite number? Tell you know, let them tell you, and then let them ask you, you know, what's your favorite color, mom? What's your favorite number? You know, and then you tell them why, and really start to engage and build a, a solid relationship with your children.
0: How like for me, I work full time, and then I have to find time to homeschool him, and then I have to spend time in my business I have clients I have a, a team so I have work to do how do you help him understand when it's not time for him to be my friend like as a single mom of a five-year-old he, he has said plenty of times during this quarantine time I wish I had someone to play ball with and then he just go like this waiting for me to say I'll play with you right. and then no I can't play with you I can't do it at right. this right, right we right. can't call your friends, we can't have a play date, you can't even go to the park and sit on the swing.
1: How right. can we help them understand as a five-year-old, especially? Yeah, it's tough, Marsha, and I will say that I actually address a lot of that in Raising John's Boy, but not to give all the juicinesses away, because I <laughs> want people to buy the book, Um, and I know you're going to get your copy pretty soon, yes. but the thing is, because it's perfect for you, so the thing is, is that our young mind, they're so, they're so intelligent right now. You know what I mean? Engage him in something active. You know, spend a little time with him, like block out just enough time for him to say, look, mommy's going to spend about a good half hour to an hour with you. After that, mommy has to do work. You know, like really let him know this way he can say, okay, well, mommy spent this time with me and now I have to give her her time. See, one of the things I teach in Raising John's Boy is how to teach your children how to obligate themselves to you, right? Mm-hmm. Because because what happens is, when we don't teach our, our sons how to obligate themselves to you, then they grow up with this entitlement that they don't have to obligate themselves to the ones that they love, like their children. And when so what happens is them, they end up moving on them, right? and they end up leaving the woman by herself. Right. Why? Because they don't know how to obligate themselves to the one they love. So oh, it's wow. very, very important that we teach our sons how to do these things and so that's this one of the great things about this book is that I'm really really not only am I being very transparent about some of the things that happened in my own life and struggles as I raised my son but I'm also teaching those lessons that I learned along the way so that other moms new moms won't have to repeat the same path
0: right you
1: know so um so this is this is one of the, the tools that I have because listen statistically sh- speaking you know um you know in order to prevent our black men from um, you know, one of the things that creates economic, socioeconomic insufficiency in the Black families right now is the fact that the man is out of the home. And typically that happens due to the fact of, I mean, it could be, you know, the, the this decimation of the Black man could be for for a host of reasons. It could be, um, you know, homicide, you know, mental illness, um, you know, addiction. Right. You know, right. Um, you know, or even crime. You know, violence and you know injustice that we see that happens. I mean, uh, it's it's unfortunate this happened with Ahmad. You know, the young man that just happened today. You know, not too long right. ago he was killed by a that, dog have, that happened
0: in February, and now it's being
1: highlighted. It's, ri- it's ridiculous. Enough is right. Enough. It's re- it's really it's really sad, and so. Um, you know, we have this statistic around our our young our young black men, and so it's leaving women to be very vulnerable and to be alone and having to you know carry their entire you know household, right? And, and it's
0: triggering us in ways that I don't think we've seen in a very long time as as black women as black uh, women
1: raising black boys. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But we can do it. We, we can do it. We need support. You know, we need support, but it can be done. So when I hear those statements, like only a man can raise a man or women cannot raise men, what that essentially is saying is you're not qualified. You're inadequate. You're not enough to raise your son. And and I'm here to say that's not true. We are enough. We just need the proper tools to be able to do the job, especially since we're the ones who have the most influence on our sons because we are leading the head of right. the house, right? right? So we have the most influence, which means that we need the tools to know how to raise our sons so that we're not coddling them, but we are preparing them for the system and for the world that's out there. So that they- By all of this, you
0: buy people your 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 framework,
1: you give them the tools
0: in Raising John's Boy. Where do we get the book and how can we get it today?
1: Girl, you can go to mascotbooks.com slash Raising John's Boy, or you can go to paypal.com and put in youngmenstrong at gmail.com and you could find it. And don't put miss- them into the chat. Type them into the chat. Let me see. Okay, I'm going to put them in right now. So I'll put it in. And, you know, you can find it anywhere uh, books are sold. And um, I kid you not, this will help you transform uh, your way of thinking and how you raise, your, how you're raising your son. It just, it just adds that extra layer of stability that extra layer of comfort knowing that you're not alone in the journey so you know that's that's one of the big the big the big go go go-tos um all
0: right i think it went into the private chat but i'm gonna send you i just posted it now into the room mascotbooks.com raising john's boy what other than your own experience were there anything was there anything else that led you how, how did you start in the mental health field interesting
1: I um I actually you know um I have a aunt my my aunt my godmother um had some real difficult times with mental illness and this is a, a beautiful soul a beautiful woman that um just meant everything to me you know and I watched her decline. Um, over the years, and it was largely due to um, substance misuse. You know, um, she did a lot of uh, marijuana smoking, and so um, I watched her decline. And it touched my heart so much that I wanted to um, go ahead and get myself educated further in the field. And so right after my court situations and my battles with my son, um, uh, my son's father, I immediately leaped back into my master's and graduate school and, 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 and graduated, you know, and, um, and from there I started practicing, you know, right away, getting my, my hours. Are you
0: working for yourself right now? So I, so what I love that you, I tell entrepreneurs most of the time, when we create a product or a service, it's usually out of our own personal need. And mm-hmm. you went into your field out of your own personal need to support someone very close to you. Yeah. And whether it's a, 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 a service industry or product, there's always a correlation to your own personal journey and story that relates you back into the thing that you're most passionate about and the thing that you bring to life and how you impact other people so, yeah, so are you practicing on your own now or are you working
1: um, I do work for um, an agency um, and um, I'm I'm trying to move forward from them though and trying to work, Full time for myself, so um, that is my ultimate goal. So I'm working towards that direction. Yeah. Um, so pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it's a it's a journey, but it's now actually couldn't have been a better time than now because people need you. Yes. And, yes. You know, maybe you have a uh, an opportunity at this moment to use your gifts and your talents in a broader way outside of the agency, and and I don't know how much time you're putting into developing your own business right now, but I I think it's it's, it's a really good time to get first down the line with that. And then your book is such, your book is based on not just your personal experience and the tools that you get, but it comes from your education—it comes right. from stuff that you know. You're not writing just to tell a story right. and then hope hope
1: it sells. You're actually providing resource and tools. Absolutely, services. I'm I'm really giving you the nuggets. I'm giving moms the nuggets, the real tools. And and I think one of the things is too, as women, we've become so um almost like uh ashamed by sharing our true stories but this is a time to really be transparent and really be vulnerable and open up there's a lot of things in there that i mean i talk about what dating looks like over the age of 35 you know i talk about these things and i talk about you know Um, you know, what it's like to watch your, you know, your friends um, have more children. So if you wanted to have more children and you only have one child, what does that look like for you, right? So I talk about these things so that uh, moms can not feel like they're alone, but also give them that comfort of knowing that they can get over it, right? They can really cross cross that bridge, but somebody's holding their hand because it's not an easy thing. Mm-hmm. We go through a lot of different stages being women alone. <laughs>
0: right. Uh, I, want, I want, if anybody's watching and you have any questions for Nyjah, if you're dealing with a situation and you just want to air it out and talk about it here, please do share with us. We're, it's a safe space for us to chat with each other That's and so support clear. each other. And to that point, Nyjah, What do you say to the women that mom shame other women? I think single women get the worst kind of mom shaming bad rap. I have heard it. I have seen it. I don't do it well enough. I don't discipline enough and I don't do this enough or I don't, you know, I'm sick of it and I don't listen to it because I know what I'm capable of inside of my own home. And what's best for us, personality-wise, I know who I'm living with and who I'm dealing with, right? What do right. you say to those to those moms that are out here shaming people?
1: Right. Well, well, first of all, let me just, you know, just let me just big you up, right? And all the moms out there who are doing the damn thing, okay? Okay. Let's, let's have... drink to
0: that girls. It's Friday night. Hey. hey.
1: Hey. Drink to ourselves. Thank you very much. You a boss mom. We boss moms, right? That's right. We have the house. We do what we got to do, right? And so, yes, there's a lot of uh, mommy shaming, single mom shaming. First of all, we need to get to a point in our own personal life where we are happy. One of the things that everybody knows the statement, you know, hurt people hurt people. Yeah. But I don't think anyone really understands what that means, right? So when I hear people who shame other people um, degrade other people devalue other people really essentially what you're saying is I hate myself so much that I have to put you down to make myself feel good so I want to encourage people who feel it's okay to put other people down don't tell people how much you really hate yourself <laughs> <laughs> or 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 people who who give the um, parenting
0: advice that you um, really doesn't serve you when it's like trying to tell you how to manage your own life and time when when they couldn't possibly live in your shoes, right? Oh, yeah. That kind of
1: sometimes unless solicited advice. Ooh, girl, I talk about that in Raising John's Boy too. the if I could have, would have, should have people, the people that yeah. says if you would have did this, if you could have did that, you oh should have did God. this, you should have did that, right? They got so much to say. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is that you got to put the spotlight on your own life right? Nobody's life is perfect. Nobody's life is all that in a bag of cheese doodles, right? And so we have to really (laughs) cheese doodles (laughs) and cheese doodles, you know what I mean? So we really have to stop shaming people because everybody's walking their own best path everyone's doing their best that they can. And so the great part about it, though, is that we connect and we we establish these beautiful networks and these wonderful villages with people who can empower us, enhance us, and help us to walk better and be better. So instead of knocking people down, we should really utilize our time to try to help people along the way. You know? Do you
0: have any single sing, single mom networks we could join or, or, or like a... a- therapy group, we could come together. I know uh, since this COVID has started, I have been invited to, and I rather enjoy being a part of these groups, um, some of them that give valuable information. Uh, a lot of groups are now have formed for parenting. And sometimes I do feel like in some groups, I don't relate because they're talking about um, uh, a full family situation and and husbands and stuff. You know, Josh is the one who don't put the seat down in my house for me to complain about but um are you offering any support groups right
1: now that we could become members to and join or anything like that absolutely so on my facebook group if you go to single moms raising sons one two three you will be a part of a wonderful group that's helping you, That where we support one another. We provide resources for one another. We provide services for each other. We're listening to those hardcore, you know, pains that we as single moms have to endure. So that's a wonderful outlet to, to chime in. Get some great counseling from me to help you along the way if you got some things going on, you know, or maybe you just need some coaching. I'm willing to coach you through some things. So, so absolutely go to single moms raising sons one, two, three on Facebook, join the group and 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 join the 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 movement, you know, of empowering moms who are wearing mad hats right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So,
0: so I know as a business coach how I work with my customers and how I work with my clients. And I know their pain points, their struggles. And they're pretty much sometimes universal, right? They're, we, we work, I work through Mindset, Money, Marketing, and Media. So I know mm-hmm. how to help you direct your stinking your, um, thinking and help you get the proper um, uh, marketing tools and resources and such. As a parenting coach, right? Working with parents, how how do you do that?
1: So, so the great part is, and you know what? Let me just say this because I don't even think I mentioned Marsha how you know you and I are collaborating now, working together, and yes. doing our wonderful uh, blogging for mothers yes. on her sweet spot. So we got yes. that popping. You
0: know, I always separate my life. So yes, I'm so excited that you have come on as a contributor for the her sweet spot pot. I mean, um, blog for our website www. Her sweet spot.com. I can't wait for you to start sharing articles. You know, yes, I, I love it. Oh, Lisa's on. Hi, Lisa. Hi, uh Lisa. They were talking about single motherhood. We're talking about parenting. I don't know how long you guys have been on. We've been on for 45 minutes now, it seems, talking about single motherhood parenting. And Nija is a uh, mental health specialist, and she wrote a book called Raising John's Boy, and she's helping parents. Um, particularly single moms raising young men to 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 win the fight. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And again, can you tell me the name of your your page again? Single moms
1: raising sons. One, two, three. So, see if it'll pop up. Now, I. I hope it pops up because you know, me and social media, we be having some
0: <laughs> it's a social media challenge, but we're gonna Shoot. find it and I'll I'll share the link. But, but uh for some reason my network is slow, so I apologize for you uh you guys if you um having any delays. But I think I
1: found it because I saw any questions? Any any anyone wanna chime any in? Any
0: questions or? about single motherhood, about being a parent in general, they might
1: want to share a story. What's going on?
0: What's really good? What's Talk to us. So, y'all just want to come out here. Y'all like the fun stuff, right? They like to come out here every Friday and watch me <laughs> act the silly <laughs> Act the fool. Act the fool. They want this fun stuff. But, you guys, we're, we're really talking and breaking down the emotional aspects of being a single mom in quarantine, especially at this time, and how the relationships are important to one, um, foster good uh, habits, like Morning rituals, right? You said be pleasant
1: in the morning. Absolutely, the morning is the best time. The morning is the best time to just, just, just open up your curtains, let the sunshine, and just, just scream, say yes, thank you, thank <laughs> you. I'm just glad to be alive. You know what I mean? five year old does that
0: for me every single morning. Yes. Jumping can we have breakfast now
1: yes yes but it pumps you up because at the end of the day you're like you know what listen at the end of the day you're healthy right you're alive yeah you know so yes it could be draining but when you think about what you have not what you don't have you'll find that you don't have to fight so much for you know searching for other things you know what i mean appreciate what you have right here right now absolutely it's important to get into that headspace
0: and again Absolutely. check in with people, join mom groups. Lisa says her oldest is 28, 28 years old. You're so you're so special. Like, like I can't wait. He's she said, but the single thing is a trip. It is a trip. Share a story, share an experience, ask a question. Um, we are here. Uh, our mental health specialist, counselor specialist is here today talking to you guys about, and if you have any mental health questions, like the difference between anxiety and depression.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: Why don't you talk about the differences? Because there are differences in in in, a, in some ways and they do overlap, but
1: they're yes. different. So, okay. So they're both mental health issues. Anxiety is basically your mood, you know, so you might feel, you know, uh, sweating, uh, palpitations, your heart might be racing. What's typically happening is your body goes through a fight and flight mode. (laughs) So, you know, because you're either going to fight or you're going to run, you know, and so before you know it, Uh, you know, you got you, you start sweating, you're palpitating, you might, you know, your palms might get, you know, really sweaty, and so forth. So you're kind of like really afraid of what's to come. You're really worried about, you know, the future and things that you can't control. And You're like, oh, man, you know, you're worried about these things, right? But depression, on the other hand, is like, you're going through a mood, it could be something like, you know, maybe you have lack of sleep, you know, um, your eating habits are changing. You know, um, you know, you 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 feeling isolated. You don't. You're not connecting with your peers and friends the way you used to. You right, know, right. so you're you're so you're isolating yourself too much. You know, yeah. so you know, so you really want to make sure that you're. You're being cognizant of your mood and your behavior at this time. You know, watch yourself, you know, start checking out, you know, how am I feeling? Am I getting up out of the bed when I'm supposed to? Am I eating too much or too little? Am I sleeping too much or too little? You know, really start to see yourself, you know? Um, one of the things that I was always concerned about even with COVID-19 is, you know, people who might be experiencing uh, agoraphobia, right? And you know, are there a- a- agoraphobia?
0: Can you know you better talk to
1: us layman terms? What's agoraphobia? So people who are afraid to leave the house, right? And so, yeah. you know, because we are isolated in the home the way that we are, we want to be make we want to make sure that people aren't saying, you know what? I'm so afraid of, you know, what's out there, you know, the fear of catching this, you know, COVID-19, you know, the, the disease that came from coronavirus, yeah. you know, just the fear of that alone not wanting to make, you know, wanting them to leave the house. You know, right. I,
0: have a couple, I have a question for you and a couple of comments. So Lisa says, All you can do is your best, and it's good to see that there are resources out there for the for the struggle, which is so real. And then Cheryl asks, What can you say to single mom, to a single mom of three kids in three different grades? Oh, yeah. And she says she has to work. And help the kids age six, eight, and twelve. Girl, oh, this is great. This girl, girl, yeah, girl.
1: <laughs> Calgon, what do you do with that? Wow, first of all, this is what I would say Did you get your copy of Raising John's Boy yet? That's gonna help you along <laughs> the way. and share Okay, it with your friend,
0: absolutely,
1: Sarah. and then join the group Single Moms Raising Sons One, Two, Three on Facebook. Let's get the conversations going, right? So first of all, I congratulate you. That's the first thing, because raising children alone is not a joke. And so when you're wearing the hat of mom, dad, doctor, lawyer, referee, it is not a joke. That is a job that needs to always be respected and valued on the highest level. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? On the highest level that needs to be respected, right? Because this is one person who has to maintain her civil mental stability, right? In the midst of all of this, right? So sometimes she has to put herself on the back, right? So the children's ages are how old? Six, eight, and 12. Okay, so they're a nice age. They're an age where they're able to comprehend right from wrong yes and no right so this is a time too where they can actually coagulate and find time and space for themselves while you take some uh, take a moment of just a little meditation and you should have meditation at least twice a day for like 15 minutes really and that's not a that's not a whole lot to ask for from your children just ask them to please give mommy a little bit of time you know what i mean i need you guys to play together nicely uh, you know, watch TV, play a game, uh, draw, do something like that for 15 minutes and give me a little bit of space and time to just recollect and reset my my mental stability and your emotions. So I say-
0: Help each other with, with those homeworks, with those school works. Have, have, see if the 12-year-old will work with the six-year-olds, right? Yeah. This is folks didn't let um, like to discuss social and behavioral issues amongst Black people when she was raising her son. She says, you know, at least for her, uh, she had problems with her son and they wanted to immediately medicate him. That wasn't an option at a time. And, and that was, um, thank God we, we learned and were, was taught not to allow that to happen because medication is not the answer for every Black child that has an attitude, right? right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So those are things you have to look at, right? But let's not also be afraid of those things, because I know sometimes we have stigmas in our own society where we don't want to acknowledge that something may be, you know, going on with our children because we don't want to believe the the reality of it, right? So, you know, the, the best thing to do is to get you know, you're, if you are noticing something that's a little different, um, get your assessments and just double check, you know what I mean, get the psychiatric assessments, you know, to make sure that, that everything is fully okay, you know, get one or two, you know, opinions if you need to, and, and just seeing where things are at, but don't be afraid either. You know, I don't like people to um, assume that because a child is um, acting out that they need, uh, you know, some kind of medication, because that's not necessarily the case. That child could just be so super intelligent that you're boring them, (laughs) you know. Um, but It happens. It's true. It happens. happens. You know, I mean, they're just so super intelligent that you're not on their level right? But then on the other hand, if there is something wrong, don't be afraid to also get that extra assessment to make sure, you know? But yeah, I mean, listen, being a mom of three kids is not a, it's not easy, you know what I mean? It's, it's very, very difficult, right? But again, if you have your children who are just a, a good age, have them entertain themselves for at least 15 minutes, two times a day, give yourself a reset, you know? And, I'm, yeah. and when I say reset, I'm talking about literally, you know. Have somewhere where they are quiet, where you're not hearing the crying, you're not hearing the arguing, or you know, the fighting or the fussing, and the give me this and give me that. No, this is mommy's time right now. Like That's real- when it, it
0: it it takes a lot on for a single mother because then that sounds like every person needs to have their own electronic device so you can separate them. You have to spend a little bit more money in order to properly entertain each each child in their own group and that could be very expensive absolutely absolutely
1: but But again but again too much but you know what too marcia let's 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 put like this because i'm very old school you know everything doesn't have to be technology driven you know listen where's the coloring book where's the the writing on pieces of paper you know write a hundred times you know you know you know all the numbers, you know. Josh, uh, to Josh during this quarantine, and he yeah. was like, what? <laughs> he but was like, your name every line on that paper. That's right. That's right. And there's nothing wrong with that, because guess what? Now he's going to have excellent penmanship. He's going to know how to spell his name, frontwards and backwards. <laughs> he's crazy. He's like, I don't know where he get
0: this from, but he's already trying to cursive. I'm like, what wow. are you doing? Which is interesting, because they took to it out of Which is
1: interesting. That's
0: very good. It's weird. Like, he loves to connect the word the in cursive.
1: Nice. At five? That's wonderful.
0: No, but he don't, he won't want to do the other things that, like, read it right. <laughs> Lisa right. says, uh, needless to say, I believe he has Asperg- um, Asperger's, but it's, it's too late because he's 28. I found out about that later in life. I can't discuss that with him at this uh, late stage, but it's good to know there's something other than ADHC ADHD or whatever um, they diagnosed all the brown kids back then. I think, were they saying that they had ADD or something, but they wanted to instantly medicate them without either um, properly um, disciplining or properly... Working with them in, in true organizational, thera- therapeutic ways, right? I think, Lisa, that's what you're saying. Like, they just wanted to give him medication and yeah. make him a zombie instead of um, really wanting to take the time to work with him through his uh, mental uh,
1: yeah. uh, times, right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's difficult. It's difficult. I mean, I mean, you know, we really became cognizant and aware of mental health issues, maybe the last five, 10 years. I mean, it's still relatively new, you know? I mean, before that, you know, people were just like, okay, what's wrong? You know, I don't know what's going on, you know, but people are just now really starting to hone in on and respect mental health issues. I'm you so know?
0: proud of our community for the the women like you that joined the field that could advocate for Black families that mm-hmm. necessarily can see that there is a need for medication there's a science aspect but there's also the um therapeutic and the relationship building and trust aspect that a lot of these young kids need before yeah. you jump them into medication at some point you wait and you see but you got to try the holistic approach um at times when it's not a so drastic uh apparent outward appearance right I know I'm. I'm just so proud of so many of my friends and and that are um, really doing a stellar job with their children that are somewhere on the spectrum. You know, I started my nonprofit years ago, and I used to uh, uh, um, I used to volunteer at church to teach the young kid young kids with special needs religion. That was my first entry into that. And then when I did my nonprofit, at one point I started working with just wanting to have hang out with kids with special needs and mental disabilities and just wanting to just be like, you want to have pizza and Zumba? And we would just hang out and have parties. Awesome.
1: That is awesome. That's super cool. That's super I think cool.
0: Somebody shamed me into having a Zumba pizza party because it was workout and pizza. But if you understand the community that I was serving at the time, that's how they express joy, like through dance and music so many, so often, right? Absolutely. And then, what, what's wrong with pizza? Hello? <laughs> right,
1: this is awesome. What? Stop it. Stop <laughs> playing. You know what I mean? Stop playing. Listen, but not have, a, it, but, go, ahead, go ahead. No, I just want to also say really quickly that, um, you know, You know, if anyone's listening, um, I'm always open for speaking engagements, you know, um, I I work at a lot of women's shelters, you know, and and my my goal there is to help women empower them, help them find their voice and their strength while they're raising their children so that their sons can really, really grow up with morals and values and some strong tipping points um, so that as they grow up, they are looking at stability right? And, and being accountable and being responsible, you know, learning how to obligate themselves to the ones that they love, learning how to complete the things that they start. So I really, really Um, want families out there to know and people out there to know that I am doing speaking engagements at women's shelters. Please let me come out if you, if you, uh, I don't mind. Um, I do have some self-care starter kits that I am selling for $60. Um, They're just specifically for single moms. And it really is to help mothers just find a little bit of zen in them, in the the process of being super moms. Are you offering any um,
0: Zoom uh, 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 speaking and webinar um, classes right now. If you could share that in the uh, broadcast, that would be great. If you have any upcoming events where we could share and share with our friends, absolutely. It, uh, so been uh, talking to you today.
1: Oh, absolutely! It's been wonderful, wonderful, Marsha. You, you are, you rock. You're amazing. You know, and that's what we do. We celebrate one another. Um, actually, tomorrow. Uh- Cheers.
0: <laughs> so uh we actually- didn't coordinate our drinks today, by the way. We didn't coordinate it. Isn't that
1: funny? It's Isn't that funny? That's that's what happens. You know what I mean? That's nothing but <laughs> love. It's nothing. It's that comic spirit there going on. Right? <laughs> um but you know what I do have a, a talk coming. I have several things going on right now. God is so good. Um but I do have a talk tomorrow a virtual book tour. I'm continuing with raising John's boy, and tomorrow I'll be talking more in depth of my mission of trying to uh, reduce the single parent household rate and my mission and towards doing that um and how I plan on doing that so um i do, do I you have, have call
0: that husband is that what it is like you creating <laughs> an app so I could find my
1: like Well well, listen, hopefully the next generation. My goal, my goal of doing what I'm doing now, because my hope is that the next generation of young women will not have a difficult time finding a qualified and quality-worthy uh young man to marry and be with. Um, you know, and there's always hope. There's always hope, but I'm on a mission right now to, to teach our moms how to do how to parent their sons a little bit stronger, you know what I mean? So that they can grow up to be stand-up individuals, law abiding citizens, you know, um, you know, and so I, I am offering um, uh, a virtual tour uh, also called um, TEAS, um, T E A S which stands for training, educational advocacy and support groups. Um, I'm doing my workshop training programs at the shelters um, and, and, beyond those are for uh, single mothers and their sons um, but I'm also offering and starting next week um, my teased uh, virtual tv shows where I'll be having guests on that have read Raising John's Boy and what impact did that have on them and their ability to raise their children or just in their lives in particular so that's excellent well I can't wait to get my copy
0: so I could read it and so yes. I could be a guest yes. on your show Absolutely. soon yes right? And so again, I thank you for joining me today. I thank you guys who have tuned in, share the broadcast with your community. if you feel or with your girlfriend that's that friend that you might think could have um appreciated the conversation today. We love you for watching. and until next time, we empower each other, whatever I said it wrong. but oh wait dj dj uh Josh is not here, so I have to play DJ today and <laughs> yeah. so i'm gonna play dj and i'll play y'all <laughs> we're gonna play us out to the friday night we gotta have a cocktail and we got wait it ain't working hold on uh-oh hold on bye everybody it was a pleasure thank you guys for tuning in oh they wanted me to buy something no we're not buying anything we're gonna uh you know, if y'all saw my playlist and the things that I have on here, you would laugh at me because you would know my age, basically. Always like that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You I'm... got tenderoni on there. <laughs> all right, all right. You want a little bit? You want a little bit? Hey, poison. What? Oh, 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 oh. oh. Now, I want you guys to enjoy your Mother's Day weekend. Have a fantastic Mother's Day celebration for all you moms out here that are rocking it. We appreciate it. Look at you, you still pouring? (laughs) It's a fire. I may not be be nice on the mix. Oh, 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 oh. Poison. 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 Okay, wait. Let me find another one let me find another one i'm gonna show y'all how um they how still be done. i just saw them in concert not too long ago they still be getting oh there. here's a good one here's a good one wait y'all not even gonna know what this is <sighs> y'all might be too young oh my this. god yo, that might- be- <laughs> be oh my god i don't own the rights to you not listen right to it. it's just my little phone i paid for it okay it's not through youtube oh wait 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 here one this had to come up on the um face and um face and uh terry whatever his name is oh, oh. Y'all know I'm older, older. but here's a little.
1: Hey, that's a little too old for me. I don't know that one, (laughs) Marsha.
0: This is how how I act young. Y'all not know this either. This is when when I think I'm cool. A little, little, the game is 50 Cent. I <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, what I think I'm a gangster. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Listen, guys, again, thank you for tuning in. To our show today. We'll see you on the next Inside Her Sweet Spot with another amazing female leader, influencer, entrepreneur. This is Marcia Guerriere. Bye bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week on the Her Sweet Spot Experience. Make sure to visit our website, www.hersweetspot.com. That's her, S-U-I-T-E spot.com, where you can become a member of our growing community and get great content for your life and business. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We are your strategic partners to grow your business.